So uh, let's talk private podcasts. This is something that we get uh, on the regular for um, uh, people coming in and saying, look, I want to do a podcast, but I want to do it for uh, privately, uh, either for private monetization or privately to connect with their teams, plural. Um, so I know you and I have done kind of independent research on it. Let's see if we can compare notes and find out what we come up with. Sounds good to me. Yeah, this is something that I think is relatively new. I say that because some of the platforms are still figuring out what their level of support for it's going to look like, but it looks like it's going pretty well so far. And that being that Apple and Spotify and some of the other major platforms are creating support for it. But I want to start kind of by trying to define it as best as possible. So most people are probably familiar with podcast as a concept, right? A lot of people listen on their phones. You can listen to them on the web, on your laptop or desktop or whatever. But for the most part, people are used to those being accessible from anywhere to anyone, right? So that's your typical podcast. So if you were to create a designation between that, which maybe we'll consider public for the sake of this conversation, then you think about, well, what does private mean from the context of a podcast? That would be a show that isn't available to the public. So now my, essentially my immediate question that was like, well, why would I ever want to do that? And I think that's where we potentially go next with this is talk about the use cases for a potential private podcast. Because I think when most people think podcast, again, they're thinking of something that they want to gain maximum exposure for, right? Maybe they want to use it to meet certain people. Maybe they want to eventually advertise on it or whatever. But exposure is like the name of the game, at least for the most part, when it comes to podcast creating ingredient, educational and, and uh, informational, but entertaining content and grow the widest audience that you can. The goal with private podcasts, I think, are different. And that's kind of what I was going to pick your brain about next is talk us through what you think are some of the more interesting use cases for a podcast being private. Uh, so that's, uh, I think there's tons, right? So but in the same way, it's like uh, all media, right? At, at one point, um, and, and I think it's important, uh, you started a conversation that I think we need to finish at some point, um, which was um, what is in that context, what's a podcast, right? What is, what are we talking about? Um, but, but before we can get into that, I, I definitely can talk about the ways we can, um, uh, use them. Right. So, uh, this is where I love, uh, uh, what I do, right. Because you can use these things for almost anything. You can use them for training, uh, purposes, right. So, we see a lot of folks doing interviews between their most successful sales rep and you know the the CSO or what have you, and then sharing that out. But um, but I think that's just the tip of the iceberg. You have uh, the opportunity to interview customers to help drive um, some of the quality control purposes and functions inside a business, or drive alignment uh, so that the folks sort of lower in the hierarchy can see. Uh, how that engagement manifests up at the top of the food chain. There are so many different ways to to kind of put those back into the business and deliver value um, and re-engage and motivate the workforce. Uh, I think that like if you're not doing one internally and you have an organization of sufficient size that you can really leverage that, uh, it makes a ton of sense. But even um, even things like creating case studies with them and using them as training examples, uh, not just like, let me teach you how to use the software, but literally like, this is how something went wrong or sideways. Let's talk it out. And putting that out as a certain form of internal information, I think is huge. Um, 
But I, I think we have to go back to that question though that you had started up with, which is like, well, what does it mean to have an internal podcast? Great use cases as well. I think one we haven't talked about yet is if you want to monetize your podcast in a different way, as in if you want the revenue to come from the podcast itself, like gaining access to the content is what I mean. So a lot of folks out there that will get this are people building coaching communities and things like that, whether they be group or individual or whatever. But I think private podcasts can potentially lend themselves fairly well to those that are creating, starting up, or managing these communities. Having a private podcast could be an additional element of value that they get out of joining your community. So that's one option as well. And I know there's platforms out there that are helping people that want to create private podcasts to be able to manage the gating process and paying for access and things like that so that you can gain access to some of the technical elements in terms of how it works. Cause I'm sure that's a question folks have too. At least that was one I had is like, all right, well, if it's not a public podcast, isn't I can't just search for it on my favorite podcast app and find it and subscribe, how would I gain access to it? And that would be privately, not surprisingly. <laughs> and that would be getting, you know, direct email from whoever the owner is, or some of these management platforms that I'm speaking about, Transistor included, which is the one we are using, it's my favorite, um, that can manage distributing the private RSS feed or link or essentially what happens behind the scenes when you're using an app to subscribe to podcasts and you find a show and you click subscribe is behind the scenes. It's linking you up to that essentially link to gain access to whenever the host or the team is producing new episodes or whatever. So I think that's an interesting element to it as well also. And my prediction thus far is that I think we're going to see private podcasts be leveraged more and more not just for the use cases that we mentioned, but there's probably several out there we haven't that people are thinking of leveraging them for as well too. And if that's the case, we'd love to hear from you in terms of feedback you have on that because that's interesting stuff worth exploring. But because podcast is just growing so much, um, perhaps a topic of conversation for another episode is there something that you just mentioned in terms of like what even is a podcast anymore? <laughs> because it just, it seems like it continues to morph and grow into different formats. I feel like it hasn't reached its final form yet. <laughs> I think you're right. That whole um, and and I, I I think we can hit it now um, as part of the kind of evolution here because it does uh, it does certainly does inform what that means um, when you're creating content, right? So um, the the podcast itself, I think we have to to I don't know maybe go over a little bit of kind of the maybe the origin story here, but um, podcasts have traditionally been audio files. Um, that folks were downloading. The reason they're called podcasts was they were being downloaded. I don't know if anybody even has one of these anymore, but they were be, they would go on and download them to your iPod. Um, and so I haven't seen an iPod in the wild in some time, but um, uh, somehow the name stuck. Uh, stuck. Um, so anyway, with the the um, original audio files being kind of the way it worked, um, what's happening now, of course, and has been happening for at least the last uh, five or six years has been uh, a huge video component as well. So your podcast uh, in a, 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 as an episodic kind of delivery of content uh, is now being delivered uh, in audio as well as video format. And a lot of folks are doing that on YouTube. Um, and you're also seeing now uh, those being uh, chopped up into shorts. And I think that has to do a lot with the medium itself evolving, the need to capture attention in smaller and smaller bites. Um, but 
content repurposing has kind of always been a thing, right? So people have been using podcasts since the beginning of podcasting to then go and create blog articles or shorts or all this other stuff, um, which which is what's muddying the waters about what a podcast really is, right? And so it makes the whole conversation just a little bit more interesting because um, in many ways, you have to start when you're talking to somebody who has a podcast and you go, what do you mean by that? <laughs> is it audio only? Is it out on the web? Where can I find it? um what seasons for example i i this is something that i never really even understood the concept of like why would you have seasons of your podcast uh but but again like this is uh, an important part of the conversation yeah there's all these variables we can go back and forth all day you know like the original origin i think of the seasons concept was you're going to have different topics or you were telling a particular story almost like a show like breaking Mm -hmm. bad right you've got episodes and that kind of similar format to a certain extent. I know some of the shows I listened to that I liked a lot, they were installments, right? Of essentially one long running story. So I get that, right? People are probably familiar with that concept, but I've never understood it from the perspective of the goals that we have, for example, for our show, right? And potentially how podcasting has evolved. So I think there's a million variables you can manage here and podcasting will continue to evolve. As to not get overwhelmed by all of that, what I think is an what I think would be a helpful context in terms of how to think of this is working backwards from what is your goal? What are you trying to do, right? If you are trying to be an amazing storyteller, maybe, you know, episodes or audio only or whatever, depending on where people are, where and when people are going to listen to that, who they are, that persona, there's probably a different structure to that format of that show. That might just be a solo episode thing compared with, you know, in terms of who we help at Podcast Chef, it's folks who are trying to strategically network, right? They want to better way to open a door that isn't just massive spammy cold email sequences or whatever, low hit rate, you know, high risk stuff. They want something that can be a softer sell perhaps from time to time with still the ability to create great organic content that relatively low investment in terms of time and capital. And a podcast could be a great fit for that, right? And that's more than likely probably an interview-based show where you're asking similar questions from episode to episode, but you're having new guests on that show for, for the most part, almost every episode. And the guests themselves brings a huge piece of the content. If you're interviewing them about what they're an expert in, then the content, at least the value that your listeners are getting from episode to episode is going to change naturally, even if the questions you ask are somewhat similar. So that's kind of the way I would think about it. And private podcast is just another element to that um, in terms of maybe you have one of the goals that we mentioned in terms of it's a good fit for a use case for a private podcast. If so, that might be a good way to go. Yeah, that um, that purpose driven um, uh, design when it comes to any of the media you're going to create throughout whatever your business life cycle is is super important, and uh, I think uh, the, you know one of the one of the things that makes I guess the whole thing a challenge, right, is when you start that process trying to figure out the business problem you're trying to solve and then what are the tools available to solve it. If you're not organically thinking, um, maybe there's a podcast solution to this or maybe there's a podcast related solution to this, it's largely because you may not have been exposed or have the the tool set. Um, and so one of the things that we had to do when we started Podcast Chef was like, okay, let's go develop that skill set. Um, let's identify what that looks like and what it means so that we can then figure out how to solve that problem. Um, that's where um, having partners like us or, you know, other other production companies and, and uh, lead gen services and stuff like that can help solve these problems in very, very specific ways. Um, so I think it's it's important to, to elevate the idea of a podcast from like, a, I'm just going to go cook one up 
to how can I strategically integrate this into uh, into my operation? Yeah, I think if you're a little bit more methodical up front, like I don't want to slow you down too much in terms of don't analysis paralysis yourself in terms of oh, I got to consider all of these factors and variables before I even go from zero to one. No, not that, but more along the lines of fast forward six months to a year from here and you've been doing it consistently. What type of results are you looking for? Right, That can inform how you begin, but also realize that where you start isn't where you necessarily end up. Tons of my podcasts have changed titles, formats, content, length, everything, right? So you're going to get better as you go along. And if you want to listen to some terrible podcast episodes, listen to some of my original stuff <laughs> because they're so bad. I don't know if they're good now. You guys will have to tell us, but um, I hope they're better. Um, but those were definitely bad. So <laughs> So, and that leads us to, um, uh, as we kind of wrap this episode, um, one of the things that we want to start talking about uh, on one of our future episodes and, and stay tuned uh, is we're going to talk about that infotainment kind of uh, approach. So as you start creating better quality content, um, you need to have it solve multiple problems. And so we'll get to that. This is one of those like, stay tuned next time, for, <laughs> right? And before we wrap, <laughs> let me plug a couple of these private podcasting management platforms for anybody oh, cool. who wants to take a closer look. So there's three in particular that are now offering specific management for private podcasting that I'm familiar with. One is called Captivate. The other is called Podbean. And the third is Transistor. So Captivate is Captivate.fm. Uh, Podbean, I believe is podbean.com and then it's transistor.fm. So if you want to check out any of those specific platforms, give those a uh, give those a little bit of research and let us know if you have any questions. Awesome. Thanks. Hey, you, yes, you it's uh, 2024 and you don't have a podcast yet, or maybe you do, but you're struggling with it. Uh, we will talk to you about that uh, for free. We'll help you figure out uh, where you might be stuck. Uh, whether or not we can help you for sure, but also uh, if you don't have one yet, what are the like first five things you can do? Uh, what are some great angles that you can use to make sure that your podcast was sustainable as you start to develop that moving forward? Uh, those consults are free. So reach out at the link below uh, in the show notes or email me at brian at podcastchef.com. Thanks. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, our website, podcastchef.com, has a ton of useful information about how to best leverage podcasting to help you solve some of your business goals and challenges. You can also schedule a demo uh, where we can show you how specifically Podcast Chef and our team can help you with some of your podcasting goals. Thanks. Thanks.